This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this free-for-all Friday. So what should we talk about today? Well... How many of you were listening to the debate last night? And let's get to the Monday morning quarterbacking part. Who do you think won? Did anyone surprise you? Did anyone change your mind? What do you think the main issue is? The so-called ballot question coming out of the debate. You know, they always come with so much hype that this is going to be the pivotal thing in the election, and we're always poised to listen for those so-called zingers. There were a few, but I don't know that they changed anything. The consensus view seems to be that Justin Trudeau looked uncomfortable, and hey, to be fair, he's the incumbent. Everybody was gunning for him, and earlier in the day, uh, the Quebec premier came out surprisingly saying that for Quebecers, Aaron O'Toole would be the best option because he would do less meddling, so-called meddling. He would have less to do about anything provincial. So there was that. Aaron O'Toole, I thought, got his points across and he looked comfortable. He looked kind of happy. He didn't look scary, which is what many pundits say the liberals have to make him look like in order to get headway. They have to make him look scary. Uh, Also, the other thing they have to do is they have to convince progressive voters that a vote for Jagmeet Singh is a vote for the conservatives. I don't know if they did that. Jagmeet Singh, uh, he looked pretty good on the debate. And I thought Annamie Paul, she came across as a very solidly well-informed, intelligent woman. She brought a completely different perspective. Uh, A lot of people critiquing the debate format and the moderator for not being very even-handed. And this very, it was very kind of stilted the way they brought other reporters on. Uh, You know, I don't know if that's worth talking about. I see the phone lines are already filling up and I will get to them in a second. And by the way, If you want to talk about a clear winner, we can also talk about our girl, Layla Fernandez, heading into the final at the U.S. Open. And this afternoon, our boy, our young man, Felix Auger-Eliassime, heading into a semifinal. This is historic in tennis, the women's final. uh, The young girls' final is going to be two teenagers uh, and the other finalist, Emma Raducanu from Britain. Well, she was born in Toronto, so uh, it's like Canadian Fest, Canada Fest in tennis. And as I said, at least over there, you get 
clear winners. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we begin with Terry in Mississauga. Hi, Terry. Uh, <clears throat> Good afternoon. Go ahead. I'm calling, uh, well, I watched the debate last night. Uh, they were all going over very pretty near the same old thing. Uh, but uh, to me, there was there was no winner to speak of. The only thing I'm a little leery of is, well, quite a bit leery of, is if the Conservatives ever did win, we'd be stuck with going back to the Harper years. That would be 67 before you get to collect an old age pension. It would be uh, at the top 1% would be paying less income tax. And uh, there was something else there with uh, a labor uh, uh, concession when the Harpers were in there and they voted against it. And I can't remember what that was. Well, you know, they released a platform and it's not exactly, <clears throat> excuse me, the same as the Harper Conservatives. And, uh, you know, it would do well for all of us to read it carefully. It has some very interesting things in there, but, you know, he is taking pains to prove that he's a centrist kind of a guy, that yeah. he's not scary. He can, he can say He can say what he wants. But his party is going to run him. He's not going to run the party. He doesn't even have control of his own members. So how is he going to, he can say anything he wants. Well, that, that's, you know, a lot of people have those questions. <clears throat> Generally speaking, that when, when someone becomes prime minister and look at Justin Trudeau, they get control of the party. But uh, you're right. A lot of people have those questions when it comes to Aaron O'Toole. You know, when he went for the leadership, he tacked right. Now he's tacking to the center. So people have questions. Terry, thanks for your call. Now, I, haven't, uh, I haven't quite finished. Well, we have a lot of people waiting. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Ron in Guelph. Hi, Ron. Ron, are you there? Thanks for taking my call. Hello. Okay. Hello. Go ahead. Ron, are you there? Oh, we lost him. Ron, you can call back. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Marlene in Whitby. Hello, Marlene. Hello. I'm a first-time caller, so I'm a little nervous. Wait a minute. You get the bell. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you for calling. I'm I wanted to, to make a, uh, a remark about the programs that I've listened to. I listen to you every day about the people that cannot be vaccinated. I am one of those, and I did not ask not to be vaccinated. My doctor told me I could not be vaccinated. And I would just like to hear one time somebody say that there are people out here that cannot be vaccinated and are not lumped in with all these other ones that are, I don't know what. Well, you know what? Yesterday I had a segment on the show. I don't know you if you listened with two doctors and they said they are being deluged with requests. And they said, of course, there are some people who qualify, uh, but it's very rare. So if you are one of... 
if you are one of those people and your doctor gave you an exemption, I'm sure you have a very good reason. But I have a very good reason. I have nearly died. I cannot have any type of vaccine. I have been in, uh, I've had to be on infusions, which caused me to have a ground glass opacity. But, but you lungs. got your exemption. So what's the problem? The problem is that you don't, you, there is no one out there that ever says that we are legitimate and that we need support as well and not to be like to hear all the time that if you're not getting the vaccination you're causing other people to be ill that you you shouldn't get the Marlene I I think you're hearing things that aren't there we are saying that there are a lot of people who don't qualify for an exemption who are asking for it and who are giving their doctors a hard time, frankly, but but people, people who deserve it and you obviously do got the exemption. Um, So um, uh, good luck to you and, and everybody respects that. Let us go to Simone in Parkdale. Hi, Simone. Hi, Libby. Yes. I watched the show last night, the, the debate and um, I thought it tool did well. I thought Trudeau was a bit um, uh, desperate. He keeps going Harper, going back to Harper, Harper, because he doesn't want anyone to think of his record. He's been in, up to his neck in scandals ever since he's been prime minister. You know, so so I think I hope O'Toole wins. I think that uh, uh, Trudeau needs a rest. <laughs> a vacation? <laughs> I don't think that uh, Singh, I don't like Singh, uh, uh, um, uh, Jagmeet Singh. I think I don't think he's as tolerant that he says he is. And uh, he said that Christians shouldn't be allowed to lead a political party in a country, uh, you know, based on Judeo-Christian ethics. And I think he's a, a bit of a hypocrite. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that's exactly what he said. But Simone, thanks for your perspective. Aha. And we now have Ron. What's with Ron? He He's calling and every time I try to click on it, uh, he, we lose him and he has something interesting to say. Okay. Ross in Stratford. Hello, Ross. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Just came back from the advanced poll. Uh-huh. Chaos. Chaos? How so? Well, they had, they had such a long lineup. I, I let an, an elderly man in in front of me with his father. There was nobody there to even let the uh, the elderly or the handicapped people in to, uh, you know, to get ahead of the, the healthy people. They had us jammed in the, in there like sheep because they, the uh, polling station I had is so slow. There's no social distancing. There was no direction for exiting. Everybody just crisscrossing in front of everybody. It was it's just it's just a mess. I'm really sorry to hear that. So this is in Stratford because yep. uh, <clears throat> what we've been told, and and uh, I want to hear from people. I was getting worried because uh, we weren't getting our voting cards. We finally got them. It was a weird time for a delivery. I was off that day, and it was late in the afternoon. Normally, mail comes in the morning, and we finally got our voting cards, which I was very happy about. Uh, and it's late. And um, there are a lot fewer locations because of the pandemic and and Elections Canada saying because they want only places that can have social distancing. And here you are saying chaos. I'm very disappointed to hear that. Yeah, like just mostly at at my station, 610 it was, 
the guy behind the screen, he was very slow. And, and so they had all the people for that polling station lined up and we were shoulder to shoulder. There was, like I say, no social distancing. And, and it, it was just, uh, it was just very poorly uh, organized and poorly put together. Well, <clears throat> let, let's hope they get their act together. You got your vote in, though, did you not? Oh, yeah. Finally. Took an hour. <laughs> Wow. That's like, a, you know, sometimes regular elections it does. Well, I, I'd like to hear from other people if you've, uh, you know, uh, the early birds and if you've gone to vote already, what was it like at your polling station? Uh, and, you know, are do you have to go further to vote? Because there are a lot fewer of them this time around. Ross, uh, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Have a good day. Okay. Okay. Actually, Sita in Mississauga wants to talk about voting and early voting. Hi, Sita. Hi, Libby. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Hey, you know what? I never got my bill. Sorry? I never got my bill. Your bill? Oh, you've, <laughs> you've been calling many times. You don't get a bill. I'm going to keep forgetting to ask. <laughs> I've talked to you many times, Sita. Oh, no. <laughs> but here, okay. Just this once. Thanks. There you go. Go ahead. Thank you so much. I love you. Mm. Anyway, um, I know I had said that I will vote by mail, mm-hmm. but I've changed my mind because I totally forgot about um, early voting. And right now it's between September the 10th to the 13th, 9, to 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. for those who forgot. But Ross has brought up a great point there. I would not rush out right now, right away today, because I know they would be very busy and probably not well organized. But that's the way I'm going. I made up my mind a way back. I wasn't waiting for the election alone, the election um, show talk last night, mm-hmm. because nothing is going to change between now and the day we're ready to vote. There will be a lot of noise right now to come. And I find Mr. Trudeau, he's not a racial person when they talk about blackface, but he's a lot of talk and not fast on action. Mm-hmm. I found Mr. O'Toole, he is piggybacking on people's idea, like it's not his own ideas. He goes back and forth on his policy. And Mr. Singh, he's very cooperative, up to date, and this will make a difference. Okay, well, I think you've telegraphed who you're voting for, Sita. Thanks for that. And I think I think that's probably uh, good advice for beating the crowds. The, the advanced polling just opened. It's open all weekend and on Monday. Uh, and maybe wait a little bit, but I have yeah. another caller who has also voted with, a, with a, a, a different situation. So we'll go to him. Sita, thanks for your call. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Let's go to Brian in Toronto. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Good, good. Uh, yeah, I voted this morning, probably an hour and a half after the station opened. And it was in and out. Uh-huh. There was only myself, my wife, and another person there, and that was it. And this was in Toronto, and, and was, okay, so there didn't need any distancing if it was, there were three people there. That's it, yeah. There was, like, plenty of direction. You know, plenty of advice going around, but like I say, we were in and out in about five minutes. Okay, well, you know, it's it's one of those things where I'm sure it's different in every spot, and some spots are going to be more better yep. organized. I was than expecting lineups, but didn't happen. 
Okay, well, that's good. And the other thing on the mail-in ballots was that they were expecting millions, and apparently so far there have been about 500,000, but really they were expecting millions, and they've got maybe half a million, and there's a deadline for that. You have to get your package by next week. So I think that uh, people who are going to request their mailing ballots who have already done so. Uh, Brian, thanks for that. Okay, no problem. Okay, and here, another advanced voting experience, Donna in Durham. Hello. Yes, hi, this is Donna from Durham. I'm sorry to hear about people who are having some kind of a bad experience, but here in Durham, i got to tell the folks out there, there are some places that really are well-organized, the voting and the lineups are not as long, and those who are not able to stand for a lengthy period of time, they're offered a, a chair to sit on. So in my area, things really went, please. I was pleasantly surprised. Social distances was maintained, and uh, things went really good. Mm-hmm. And did you vote? Absolutely. Okay. Donna, thank you for that. You're welcome. Have a great day, and thank you for what you're doing on um, 740. Okay. I love listening. I just discussed it about a month ago, so thank you. Okay, well, I love to hear that. Thanks very much. Okay, this is the third time I am going to try to pick up a call from Ron in Guelph. Okay, Ron? Oh, you're there. Hello, Hello. It's working better now, okay? Okay. Anyway, I just want a bunch. Um, You took the thunder out of my opinion when you spoke uh, briefly there about Anna Mee Paul. She... um, Two months ago, I would have written her off. A lot of people wrote her off. But um, uh, she deserves to have a seat in Parliament. Of all the people last night on the, up there, I think she was probably the most honest. Um, she's a very bright woman. Um, I really think if I was in Toronto Centre, um, I even though I'm not a Green Party person, but I would be voting for her. She deserves to be in Parliament. That's all i got to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I agree she deserves to be in Parliament, but uh, to vote for her, you've got to be in Toronto Centre. And that is a Liberal stronghold. And she's been through, what did she say? She was crawled over a lot of broken glass to get to that debate yes. stage last night. You know what? I said I, was, I would have written her off, but uh, you know what? I hope there's as much as I like Marcy Ian as well, I think, you know what, she, uh, I, I, I can't, I'm just going to, she deserves to be in Parliament. That's all I have. Well, to you know what, Some sometimes uh, people vote on the basis of that. So we'll see. We don't have to wait that long. Ron and Guelph, thanks for calling. Thanks, bye. Bye. Oh, it is break time. As a matter of fact, I am overdue break time, so we are going to take a quick break, and we will come back with more of your calls and your comments. The numbers before we go to break, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and I am anxious to hear your thoughts on the debate. Did it change your mind? Who won? Who lost? Did anyone? Did you sit through the whole thing? Tell me when we come back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 
Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. Uh, We are talking about the election, the debates last night. I would like to hear your take. Who won? Who lost? Did anyone? Did anything you heard there change your mind? What did you like? What didn't you like? I want to hear all of it. And if we want to talk about clear winners, let's talk about Layla Annie Fernandez. She has just got herself a berth in the final of the U.S. Open. The commentators are saying they've never seen anything like it. She was ranked number 73. And by the way, the even younger player that she'll be playing against in the final was was 70 spots behind her. Emma Raducanu from Great Britain. If you want to talk tennis and another Canadian, Montrealer Felix Auger-Eliassime in the semifinal this afternoon. So, wow, lots of good things to talk about. Let us get right to the phones. We have got Brian and Mimico. Hi, Brian. Hi. Uh, you know, I didn't watch it last night. I recorded it. I was too busy watching the Jays game, but I caught it off here and there and then watched it later. And uh, I was rather surprised at Legal being so incensed by people pointing out the obvious about those policies in Quebec with the religious symbols and that. So just and, a minute. Uh, you mean you mean Blanchette, not the premier? Oh, yeah. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, being surprised by that. And uh, I must admit, I I was impressed with Anna-Marie Paul. She reminds me of uh, Ruth Greer down here in the Lakeshore, NDP candidate in the uh, NDP government, that, and interest in provincial That was a few years ago. She was a good S-disturber. She got things going, and I liked about her. Uh, it's just unfortunate Anna Marie Paul chose enemy, to run enemy. in that writing. I can't see what her, you know, what her chances are, but I hope she gets in. She deserves to have a chance. And how about a Quebec premier coming out to support the conservatives? I think that's something else. Well, well, it is something else, but is the explanations for that that I've heard, and one of them is that uh, if he thought that uh, that Aaron O'Toole was doing well. He wouldn't have done anything, but that he thought that Aaron O'Toole not doing well in Quebec after the French did and came out to bolster him. And that's because he would leave Quebec alone, let them do what they want, not impose anything on them. And uh, that's certainly what Legault wants. But is that what the rest of Canada wants? Yeah, well, need the vote. So more you can get in Quebec, the better. I, I wish I wish them luck, and uh, I'll be out tonight going to the advanced polls. Okay. I was going to go early today, but then I realized after I dropped my wife off, she had the voting card, so I have to be this afternoon. Okay. Well, I hope you uh, have a good have a good one, and you don't have to wait too long. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to talk to Barry in North York, and you just got your mail in kit. 
I did, and it's a great kid, except it doesn't have something which would help me. I didn't realize I had to be a real um, expert on uh, politics. I have to know the name of my candidate in my writing, and I don't know. So now i got to call them back and say, can you tell me who the name of the candidate that I want to vote for is? Because it just has a blank thing, and it says, names or initials and surname of candidate of your choice. Well, if you take a walk in your neighborhood, won't you see some signs? Possibly. I haven't been out for a couple of days. And I'm um, sure you could uh, also find it online. But I would a... say they make it easy when you go in physical in person. They just put the list on it. You don't have to think about anything and just go, okay. right? So they're making it a little bit more difficult. But all the other things are very, very simple. They have this envelope and that envelope to tell exactly what to do. But, but they missed that one. <laughs> okay. All right, Barry. I hope you figure it out. Well, Happy New Year and have yourself a great weekend. Thank you. Happy New Year okay. to you as well. Okay. Hey, Let me give you the numbers again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. So who do you think won the debate last night? There seems to be a consensus that Trudeau didn't do well, but again, to be fair, everybody was after him. He's the incumbent. And there is also seems to be a consensus that Aaron O'Toole did well, that he came across as a nice guy. He smiled a lot. He didn't look scary. And uh, he got his points across. And then there's Jagmeet Singh. Uh, he also came across pretty well. And, and hey, uh, the other thing that's emerging from this, people were impressed with Annamie Paul. People are saying she deserves a seat in Parliament, but that will be up to the people of Toronto Centre. And Toronto Centre traditionally has been a Liberal stronghold. She's run there before. Uh, she came in, you know, not a bad second, uh, but that's short of getting a seat in Parliament. So we will have to see about that. Okay, let us get to the calls. Laser in North York. Hi, Laser. Uh, hello. I uh, listen very carefully because it's an important moment in our history here and uh, planetary developments, I believe, even to that level. Uh, I uh, think that, uh, first of all, I wanted to say this Eve... Uh, uh, Francois Blanchet, he said something that uh, people on the stage, uh, something he said either their heart, like uh, we have to be careful uh, who we trust, and some might be more uh, or less evil than others. Something came out from his mouth, something like this. I thought of a uh, quite interesting statement, so I started to think. And what I wanted to say that um, I think the least evil was uh, of them all, Erin O'Toole. I think he was the most practical, most uh, like uh, we want a premier minister for Canada, someone who would minister for Canada and uh, be realistic and uh, not just uh, making some kind of promises and uh, dreaming dreams and uh, not um, being able to actually think how we pay for everything. And uh, what I want to say, uh, the um, uh, Green Party member, uh, the uh, representative, Annie Paul, I guess, whatever her name yep. is, she was uh, like a little, she, I like her, but she was, uh, no, I don't believe uh, they can uh, like really count things and uh, to know like uh, how we will pay for all these things. She makes promises, this and that, but it's uh, words, sweet words are not going to pay the bills, you know? Okay, and laser. So Trudeau 
makes a lot of uh, promises, didn't do nothing, uh, pro- produced his uh, this whatever election, but brought, I think, the bricks on his head with this uh, kind of ambitions, like uh, they said, and uh, probably he's going to lose. That's what I, I think he... Well, we will see. Laser, thanks for your call. Uh, you know, uh, given the numbers, I bet Justin Trudeau is wondering also, why the heck did he call this election now? Uh, obviously, they thought they'd get a majority, but um, he was getting everything he wanted passed. Jagmeet Singh asked him not to call the election. Jagmeet Singh even asked the governor general not to allow it. So uh, he called it, and it's still a question. I find that very interesting. You know, even if it's a question at the beginning, the conventional wisdom is that people usually get over that and then get on to other things, but people are still annoyed that we are having an election at this time. Let's go to Dave and Lindsay. Hello, Dave. Hello, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Good. So I just want to comment on last night's uh, uh, debate. I got to tell you, I think it was the worst debate I have ever watched. I do not believe that it served the public, nor did it serve the people on the podium. To me, uh, it was, I don't know who came out with that format, but it was absolutely disgusting. I turned it off halfway through because I thought, you know what, this is not worth watching. And I'm disappointed uh, that, in fact, it was an opportunity to hear, to, to get into some debate with each other. When it came time, they were cut off. And it what was absolutely wh- disgusting. What specifically didn't you like about the format? Well, I didn't like the fact that that you would uh, uh, have 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 somebody uh, butt in, and then you say, "Okay, I'm going to come back to you." And by the time she came back to you, it was lost in transition. Like forty five seconds is nothing to uh, 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 prepare anybody on a debate. And when you're asking people to uh, debate each other and put it forward in it, and then cut them off, and then go to somebody that didn't even have anything to do with that discussion and go and then come back. I mean, it. come on. And, you know, there, there were a couple of times when uh, Trudeau was to get in there and she said, you've got five seconds. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> five I mean, seconds. I mean, absolutely. You know what? I, I, again, I don't think it served the people on the podium and I don't think it served the public. To me, it was a disaster. Okay. All the way through. And, uh, and and to say, you know, for people to say, well, there was a winner or the loser, I'll tell you the loser, the Canadian public. I, I think there are people who would agree with you on that, Dave. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Judy in Oakville, you also think the format was terrible. Yes, I, I do. I, I thought it was awful. And they uh, didn't even have in their uh, format uh, for discussion, healthcare. I mean, came up a little bit, but uh, or the guns, uh, which has been a topic on the, you know, on the campaign trail. So, yeah, I, I agree with the gentleman that spoke earlier on the way that it was handled. I thought it was really terrible. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I agree there was, you know, generally speaking, when you ask people what's the most important thing or issue, they say health care. 
yeah. even though it's not necessarily what they're going to vote on. And I also thought there was, it was relegated. There wasn't really very much talk about long-term care, national no. standards. And no. there was a lot of talk about reconciliation, which is very important. But frankly, I don't think people are voting on it. I agree with you. I mean, yes, it is important, but uh, for the average person, you know, they're, the long-term care thing for, for me in particular is very important. And um, the whole health care aspect. And with regards to who won or lose, lost, um, I, I don't know. But I, I found Mr. O'Toole, he was very smooth, but... Um, I, I'm not sure I trust him because he's flip-flopped so, so often on things. And to me, the history of the conservatives is usually, you know, cut, cut, cut. So I'm, and, and the fact that he's going to abandon the $10 uh, daycare, I, I think it's really bad for the average working parent. Okay, Judy, thank you for that. Let me give the numbers out again, and uh, it is the afternoon after the debate. We have people who are kind of uh, all over the place on what happened last night. We have people who are really annoyed and angry about the format. A lot of, uh, you know, professional pundits agree with that. And I'd like to know from your perspective, people out there who won, who lost, uh, or, you know, did you come to any kind of clarity or conclusion on anything you were wondering about? Was your mind changed about anything or anyone? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Nobody's called about Layla. Let us go to Lily in Toronto. Hi, Lily. Hi, Libby. I just wanted to say that I came back just now from the advanced polling, and I, my comment is I don't understand why we're still filling out ballots with a pencil. Uh-huh. Why, why aren't things computerized? I, ha I brought my card from home. I brought my ID. She gives me a ballot. She puts a lot of numbers on the ballot. She folds it up. There's a there's a NP sticking out. I take it back to the booth. I fill it out with a little pencil. I bring it back. She tears off the stub. She puts the stub in a plastic bag where there are like hundreds of stubs in this bag. Then I have to sign a card and then she puts the stub in the envelope and then she has to tear off a piece of paper from the envelope and put it in the garbage while she seals it. And then I put it in the box like I can't believe it. We're in 2021. Yeah, some people are saying that uh, there are issues of, of security. Uh, not everybody knows how to use a computer, but yeah, I, I hear you, but you got it done. I got it done, and I, I, I'm, not going, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going in on Sunday because it'll be terrible. Okay, well, we, we have to see what ends up being. Was, was it crowded? Today, well, no. Okay. So good for me, yeah. Good for yeah. you, Lily. Thank you for telling us how it Love went. Love your show, Libby. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Michael in Peterborough. Hello, Michael. Hi. I don't, um, I don't trust any of them. Just want to make that clear off the top. <laughs> uh, with regards to people saying that Mr. 
um, O'Toole was slick and he looked confident. My mom and my grandma taught me to never, ever judge a book by its cover. I learned that in daycare center as well. When we learned the moral of the stories of these little stories, like Three Little Pigs, Hansel and Gretel, the Gingerbread Man and the Fox, which I think is being used nowadays, that, that lure promises to get you to do what the enemy wants you to do. So I don't, I don't care if he dresses nicely, if he doesn't look scary, because if you judge a book by its cover, you're going to be misled, as, as, and it's quite petty to, to judge him based upon that. Now, Mr. Trudeau, he, uh, it was said he's wasted over $280 uh, million, I don't know if it's a month. That's a lot of money to waste. And if he's canceling eye, uh, eye specialists for elderly and children that's then, provincial. Uh, to, to create passports, that's, uh, it, it, he already showed his colors of waste, 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 and higher taxes over the past five years. I think because uh, they were, they're, they're, they're gaining more of an edge than the, the Green Party. And I wish I had heard what Mr. Max Alberni had to say last night. Okay, thank you for your call, Michael. People's Party. Boom, boom. Okay, they're they're uh, gaining in popularity. Their numbers are going up, and everybody, I guess, is getting a little more radicalized. I've got to take another break before I forget. So we're taking another break. We'll be back with more of your calls and your comments. And once again, before we go, the number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. It is the day after the big debate. Was it as big as the billing? Everybody always says this is going to be the pivotal thing in the campaign, was it? A lot of people didn't like the format. Do you have a view on who won, who lost? Did it change your mind about anything? The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We begin with Rachel in Brampton. Hello. Hi, thank you. My call. Okay. Um, I mean, the debate didn't change my mind really because I, I, people are actually looking at their, you know, uh, the most people from what I heard on the radio, they're looking by emotion of how much they hate Trudeau and all that stuff. But I, you have to look at the policies, right? What they're going to implement, right? And I'm afraid the conservatives, we had conservative governments in the past and they cut and cut and cut, right? All many services that people enjoy. So uh, it really didn't change my mind. You know, I really like the thing, but, uh, you know, it's, I don't think he's going to win. So, well, it's, I, it's, I, I, yeah, it's very interesting that, you know, what, what the so called experts say is that Justin Trudeau has to convince people who are inclined to vote NDP for Jagmeet Singh that if they do that, they will let the conservatives win. So do you believe that? Is that why you'd be voting liberal? Of course. I've been, I'm on liberal all the time, but uh, since Jasmine Singh came, 
I just find him very believable and uh, he looks authentic, right? Uh, he's not really a politician that's been there for a long time. Uh, but if I vote, uh, you know, to him, like uh, he might lose and then I, I don't want conservatives to win. So I'm still going to vote to liberal. There's something that I'm not happy with liberal, but the majority of their policies are uh, towards what I'm looking for. So that's what I go by. It's not like a high whether I like Justin Trudeau or not. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, I I do know I do know what you mean. I I think people being uh, sick of Justin Trudeau are a very big factor in this election. I think people are also angry that the election was called. But yeah, uh, but, but he's you, not the only person who was in charge of the, the, the Liberal Party. I mean, it's the whole party. Yes, he's the prime minister, but uh, I like the way he handled the uh, you know the epidemic. Uh, I, I like the rollout of the vaccine and so many things I do like about about him. Okay, so, Rachel. Thank you for thank that. You. Well, uh, it looks like uh, the people who say that that is what the liberals had to do, uh, maybe they're right, certainly worked for Rachel. Let's go to Bernie in Mississauga. Hello. Oh, hi, Libby. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? That's good. Good conversation. This is good. It's interesting times. I'm going to be voting for Jagmeet Singh because I think after 150 years, the Canadian electorate having a choice between the blue and the red door, it's time for them to go into the orange door. I think Jagmeet Singh put himself out there in front of the people. I think he's a fine alternative. I think as far as O'Toole and Trudeau go, he don't hold a candle to him. I, I'm going to go for NDP all the way. Okay, but you always go for that, don't you? Pardon? You always vote NDP, don't you? Well, the thing is, I'm 73 years old, and we've been knocking the door for a long time. It's time for people to come into the orange door. Okay. Thank you very much, Bernie, and okay, uh, all the best. Okay, let's go to Raul in Toronto. Hello, Raul. Hi, um Hi, uh, Jane Brown. I love echo I love your smile. Saw you uh, a couple we, years ago. Okay, you know what? I can't. There's some problem with your line uh, because I can't really hear you. So uh, maybe call back, and we'll get you on a better line. Aha! And we have a call about tennis from Claire in Mississauga. Hello, Claire. Libby. Uh, yes, you were complaining. Nobody's called about Layla. I, too, am a huge tennis fan, and it's absolutely wonderful that we have a young player like her in the final. Yeah, and she's, uh, she's, she's got so much uh, charisma. I mean, she's oh. really won this New York crowd over. Absolutely, and uh, I love her, and I'll wish her all the luck. I think she has a very good chance. Uh, in the final. But uh, just one short comment, Libby, about the debate. I, too, thought the uh, format was uh, pretty awful. Uh, you really couldn't um, expect them to get their point across, the points across. And I thought Annamy Paul was by far the most intelligent. She seemed the least political in so many ways. So uh, it's too bad there aren't more supporters, I think. Well, it's it's interesting, you know. Uh, I've I've interviewed her a few times, and and my impression is, regardless of any politics, that that I really liked her. But I really like her because she doesn't come across at all no. like a politician. So, Absolutely not that there's anything not. wrong with politicians, with but 
Anyway, and I'll be cheering for our young fellow, too, at the tennis. Uh, I wish Shapovalov was there, too, but... Um, but he isn't. We've got Felix uh, uh, this thanks. afternoon. So, yes, thank you for that, Claire. Anyway, enjoy. Have a good weekend and Happy New Year. Thank you very much, Claire. Thank you. Okay. We still have some time left. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We are talking about the debate. Who won? Who lost? Did you hate the format? I haven't heard anybody calling in and saying, I love that format. I think it really worked well. (laughs) On the contrary. And did your mind get changed or did you learn something from it? Uh, So I don't know. I haven't heard anybody say that either. Let's go to Mark in Toronto. Hello, Mark. Hi, Libby. I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but was the block leader maybe drunk when he uh, when he was on stage last night oh dear i wouldn't <laughs> I, say that I, I don't i well i don't think he was drunk but uh just just the way he came across was a complete turn off for me really honestly um that wasn't a debate there was no such thing as a debate i mean there was so much confusion with the mediators constantly interrupting you know that these things you know with five readers on stage you know that they're going to be all over the map, which they were. Uh, but it doesn't help when the mediator is interrupting and uh, not getting back to the uh, to the speaker. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible. Worst I've ever seen. I watch them every you know four or five years. I I do like watching them, but last night's was just awful, awful. And did and you think, uh, did you change your mind about anything? Did you learn anything? No. No, I think I think I'm still going to vote for Trudeau. I mean, I don't trust O'Toole. Um, you know, Singh may have some good ideas. I just don't think that I want to be able to put you know my trust in in, in the party at the time. Um, and the block, yeah, I've said enough about that. But no, I'm still going to vote for um, for Trudeau. I, I am. Okay. And this thing about, you know, Canadians being upset about calling an election, who really cares? Like, honestly. A lot of people, apparently. Well, I don't. I really don't, Libby, because you know what? Whether it's been called now, whether it's been called in the spring, uh, you know it's all about politics. Uh, they, they call elections when they arrive high in the polls. And that's what Trudeau did. Why, why would any other leader do it any differently? Okay, well, he's, he's not that high in the polls now, so he needs your vote, I guess, Mark. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Glenn in North York. Hello, Glenn. Oh, hi, Libby. Um, I love that format. <laughs> why? Well, because uh, the questions that I thought should have been asked all campaign finally got asked, you know, and... Um, not only asked, but uh, also answered sometimes and um, uh, criticized uh, legitimately um, and and um, debated legitimately by by the others. Uh, you know, uh, these uh, I was astonished. You know that that um, you know a lot of the interviews or or um, questions asked by reporters seem to be uh, just uh, leading into um, opportunities for uh, leaders to 
uh, and enunciate their policies. Last night, we got to hear the policies, and we also got to hear the rebuttals. We also got to hear um, about track records um, and legitimate criticism. So I thought it was fantastic. Okay. Did you change your mind on anything, and who do you think won? Um, you know, I, I think it was a pile on Trudeau. So, you know, that's sometimes maybe unfair, but in some cases he certainly deserved it. Um, I think, uh, uh, I think, well, um, with the, uh, the, uh, the block guy, Mr. Bochette. Yep. Yeah, he was fantastic. You know, here's a guy, he's got some great manners. Um, you know, and he's, he's certainly passionate. He sounds very intelligent. Um, yeah, he said, I'm not much interested in being a leader in Canada. That was the sure, line sure, of the sure evening. Him, uh, although, you know, to the same um, uh, level that Anna, 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 Anna Marie? Anna Mee. Anna Mee, thank you, um, was, uh, was personable. Um, uh, certainly, uh, I, I, I found um, the, the block leader to be quite personable as well. In terms of national uh, uh, policy, um, uh, you know, I think it's time for a change. I think that uh, has become a, a apparent. And um, if we're going to make a change, I, then uh, um, Mr. O'Toole seems to want to do things differently in terms of including everybody. Um, only time would tell if he gets elected, whether that's true. But um, I'm willing to trust him and, and see what he can do. Okay. Thank you for that, Glenn. Thanks for your uh, show. Okay. Daryl in Toronto. Hi, Daryl. Hi, everybody out there. Um, I just want to make a comment on strategic voting. Um, during the last provincial election, I, you know, being inclined towards the liberals and believing in people over profits, um, I still could not vote for Kathleen Wynne a second time. And so I voted for the NDP. And all I'm saying is, look at what we ended up with. Uh, oh, so you're saying that this is what happened. Well, I don't think it's really comparable because the conservatives here in Ontario, the progressive conservatives want a big majority. So I don't think your vote for the NDP made that much difference. Well, <laughs> <laughs> in that case, this time when it's so close. No, a lot of other people like me, you know, might have been inclined to well, yeah, the, the, there's no question about that. But this is a very different situation where you have the two parties neck and neck. The conservatives might even be leading in popular vote, but their their vote isn't as well distributed. And again, I did not catch the debate last night. I was out for the evening. I taped it. And from everything I've heard, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it at this point. Uh, but uh, again, I would like to express that for what we know about Aaron O'Toole, to me, I don't see much difference between Doug Ford and Aaron O'Toole. And I just keep asking myself, what has Doug Ford been prime minister for the last year and a half during this pandemic? Because uh, of the way he's messed things up in the province here. So that's that's my take on things. Okay, thank you for that, Daryl. Have a good vote. Okay, everybody have a good vote. And we have like a whole um, a week and a bit. Uh, the advanced polling is open. And, uh, you know, it always takes a while for things to shake out after a debate to see if anything has moved the needle. I'm not sure it will this time, but uh, it will all be very interesting to watch 
And of course, on the clear winner side, we have those uh, critical and fabulous tennis matches coming up on the weekend too. So that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. I'll be back here on Monday and uh, it should be a very, very interesting week ahead. That's all for now. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.